I'm still not Brian. And I'm still not Ginger. I'm Kimmy. And I'm Matt. And welcome, welcome back to... to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it one more time. All right. <laughs> we nailed every time. Yeah. I'm still not Brian. And I'm still not Ginger. I'm Kimmy. And I'm Matt. Oh, and welcome back to The Morning After Presents Watch This. Welcome. Welcome. I felt like after, that was actually our second time through, and I felt yeah. like after we screwed it up the first time by both going at the same time, the second time we both were not going to do each it. Other. Yeah. <laughs> um, should be easier. Yeah. Should really be should. a lot easier. Um, welcome to the, the podcast that's all about making sure you don't miss anything from the upcoming week of TV. The morning after catches you up on it. That's right. Uh, watch this. Make, uh, it makes sure that you have your quotient of rambly banter in mm-hmm. your day, but also keeps, it makes you... It answers the questions about TV, the most, you know, the most pressing questions. Yeah. What is man up? Yeah. What is man up? Uh, why is man up? <laughs> it could be taken in so many ways. Oh, my God. So many different ways. Um, I mean, they they could have called it men up, but that would have made no sense. They could have called it a younger men of a certain age. Uh-huh. Uh, they could have called it entourage. They could have called it man down. Which I've, how much you want to bet that's been a pilot? Man down has been yeah, a pilot. absolutely. What Some is man kind down of, about? Oh, it's a wartime pilot, you okay. know. Comedy and though, obviously. Com- comedy, kind of kind a Sergeant of, Bilko, like a little mash esque. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, it's uh takes place in maybe not Korea, okay. maybe maybe it's a little more modern Afghanistan. You <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> a little bit more modern than Korea. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, thank, thank God there are so many wars to choose from now. Oh, thank goodness. Before There's... it'd be like, oh, we have to do something. Oh, uh, World War Two. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, now you can you, you pick your location because like Southern California could be good for Libya. Mm-hmm. It could sure. be good. <laughs> We're getting so political. <laughs> um, Keep your politics out of television, Matt. I'll keep my politics in my ranty tweets. <laughs> well, as you know, we cannot do this alone. No. Because why no. would we? <laughs> You've just heard proof of why we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, we have a wonderful producer who's here every week, Danielle Evenson. Yay. Danielle, what do you got going on? I'm sitting really close to our guest today. I feel like I could do dental work on you. <laughs> <laughs> so my deodorant stopped working about an hour and a half ago, and I feel really bad about it. It's okay. You're stuck in the corner, so you yes. should be fine. Yeah, in a really small room with like five other people. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut all that out for your own thing. Thank you. And also, we have a uh, a beautiful and charming TV expert with us who's Thank been you. all of uh, here every Matt. Week. Matt. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. I was talking to you. You know that. You know that. But the other beautiful okay. and charming TV guest. I accept that. Um, you know her from her amazing new podcast on the Nerdist uh, Network. Is that what it's called? Yeah. A network? Sorry, Nerdist network? network? Sure. Um, making it with Ricky Lindholm. Oh, blew it. Yeah. And uh, Garfunkel yeah, and Oates. Mm-hmm. Ricky Lindholm, everybody. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us in the fish tank. I think this has like a real underwater calming blue vibe. Because right, we have the video now. So mm-hmm. people can, can see... So uh, those hand gestures we make to try and like save things are yeah. pointless because people can just see on camera that <laughs> it's not working at all. Yeah. Well, let, go go oh please go right ahead. I was gonna say I was gonna make some sort of submarine thing. We're sure. in a submarine, but I'm always, I always I'm have gone. time for a submarine. I can make a <laughs> ping sound in the background as you do it. Right? Yeah. We uh <laughs> right great that was worth perfect. it <laughs> worth it. Uh, yes, but uh, we're gonna. What we do to introduce our podcast listeners to our special guest is, is we make them listen to our sound effects. Yep, and then <laughs> then we ask what you're watching. Is there anything that not necessarily is on this week, but it's something you're catching up on? Something you're staying up to three a.m. watching. I'm mm-hmm. watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. I've been watching that. It's 
riveting. I like can't. the back episodes of it? No. Or are you up to date? I'm up to date. Okay. I'm up to date. How does it compare to uh, other Housewives? I've always, I've never really got into it, but if you're a Beverly Hills fan, does that mean, you know, how is that different than New Jersey? Or New I haven't York? really seen the other ones. I've seen uh, a little bit of New York. I saw the, the pilot of the Beverly Hills one on a plane, and then I was hooked. I never wanted to. I don't watch too much reality. I never wanted to, and I... I just loved it from then on. I was like, who are these people? I need to know more. <laughs> I couldn't figure out if she named her dog Jiggy because of the Will Smith song. Because her char- that char- what that character name is, she's very, because yeah. she was like, she crossed Lisa into- Vanderpump? Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah. Ah! That's her name. Well, I only know about her because she was on Top oh, Chef's Just Desserts v- doing like, cross-promoting Bravo, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. And she they, she named her dog Jiggy. And I couldn't, part of me is like, and the whole challenge of uh, Top Chef's Just Desserts was she's so classy, which is already like, really? Um, so why did she, I can't figure out why she would name her dog Jiggy. Unclear. It's got to be Will Smith. I'm sure. Why does anyone do anything? Right, because then they're like, oh, getting jiggy with it. And you're like, ha ha, it's my dog, yeah. my dog. I don't right? know, but I, I met Camille Grammer last oh. year. Really? Exciting, yeah, because I've been watching all the way, like, and her, like, divorce, you know, happened, like, on the show, and it's, like, this intensely personal thing, and then we both um, were guest stars on Shit My Dad Says. <laughs> oh, my God! Premiere. Yeah, and so, you know, because, like, we weren't, the series regulars all kind of hang out together, so it was just her and I all week, and she was awesome. Uh, and I felt, like, weird because I knew so much about her. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I know it's, like, fake, but it's still. Did you broach anything with her? No. No. <laughs> play cool. Did, did you, like, let her, like, did you play it like you knew her? Like, let her introduce herself? Uh, I, I, I played it like I didn't know her. And that was just a lie. I feel yeah. like it was pretty obvious. Yeah. Like, I was like, what else? What's going on with you? Well, in the season premiere of uh, Real Housewives, they mark? watch Shit My Dad Says. They watch that episode yes. that she's in. Yes. Were you guys in the same scene? No. You weren't? No, okay. Different scene. But I'm surprised. I was, I'm disappointed now that she yeah. didn't bring up meeting you. I know. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it got edited that out be probably. The whole yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she, she wanted to do a whole arc about it. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, Kimmy, what are you watching? Well, week? I'm watching. I just finished the end of season three of Breaking Bad. I'm looking for season four. I've been streaming it on Netflix, and I need to find season four. If anybody can write in and let me know where I can find it, so iTunes, AMC, yeah, do, iTunes. Do they not do it? Yeah, so because some premium things will release it like when the DVD comes out. Like HBO is the worst because you have to wait for the DVD. Mm-hmm. AMC should be doing it live. You just have to pay for it. Right. All right. I'll do it. I'll or pay for it. Mm-hmm. Download it. I can send you. I can give you some websites. Let me write down a name. Let me slide it across. That's your mother's name. What's going on? Oh my! She's better at the internet than I am. (laughs) She's a pirate. And what are you watching, Matt? (laughs) Let's go back to my mom being a pirate. Um, I'm swarthy, obviously. Um, I moved this week, and so I was going through the boxes of DVDs because one of the that's the weirdest thing about moving at this point is. Like, what do I do with my DVDs? There's so many of them. I went back to a case. I actually threw out my CDs for my case logic. Wow. Put the DVDs in there. Um, and I went back and watched a lot of Arrested Development. Great. It was Fantastic. really, and Amazing it's a really show. heartbreaking, it's a really heartbreaking experience because you know, like when you're watching it, you part of you think something new is going to happen, but then you know it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause you're doing it again. I don't know. I'm excited about the movie. I, I am excited about the prospect of, I guess, a prequel series, a prequel to the movie mm-hmm. done as a, as a TV series, but... We cannot hold our breath for this, guys. Arrested Development fans, we cannot hold our collective breath. No, I think it's a it's a couple years away still. <laughs> <laughs> as much as like they keep making announcements, you've heard about these announcements, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like 
the movie. It's definitely happening. It's a but Sopranos movie, you're like, no, I haven't. No. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's even on IMDb, like the oh, Arrested Development movie, and I'm like, and it just says mm. nothing. It just, yeah, it's, like, it's what you could fill out on your own of like written by Mitchell Hurwitz. Yeah, starring <laughs> cast. Yeah, and you're like, come on, IMDb. Yeah, I can't believe anything ever gets made. It's so hard to, I mean, all those people are busy now. Yeah. They all have yeah. careers. Like, how would you line all those people up at the same time? Will Arnett has, fi- like, it, yeah. it took, I've, there, here it is. It took them finally bringing Arrested Development back for Will Arnett to have a regular show on television. There you go. That's exactly what it was. Yep. <laughs> like, we all want to see Arrested Development. Oh, great. Will Arnett has a successful television show. Was that show sort of on. like a When Pigs Fly? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do this when Will Arnett has a successful television show yeah. for six episodes. Which I shouldn't say because I, I, I think Up All Night hit an all-time low and it's amazing, last night, which is too bad because it's well, an amazing show. And Richard uh, Schiff last... was on it from the West Wing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we all, character actor Richard Schiff, I think we're all fans. I think we've been to his seminars, heard him speak. Mm-hmm. I think that's just you, Matt. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, all last week, uh, baseball ended, so... Um... Oh, it did? Or... Bummer. This week, where can't believe it's over. Can you yeah. believe you won the match? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that sporting event was crazy, especially the endish part. Yeah, oh, midtime. A... Thank God they had that midtime. Oh boy, yeah. guys, oh boy, thank goodness we're talking about television. Uh, but yeah, all of the ratings in general for everything have been low, everything. Yeah. So it's really interesting, except for maybe X Factor went up. Right, that happened. They have the there's an amazing. <laughs> they went up from zero. There's an amazing <laughs> X Factor Pepsi. I mean, it's it's just comic in general. Like American Idol is known for Coke, um, cola, and <laughs> and uh, you know, like it's, it's it's everywhere in the branding. They dance around it, like all this stuff. And so, of course, X Factor is Pepsi, which is like the oh, greatest yeah. racket of box of all time. They get to do Pepsi for half the year, than Coke for the other part. Again, every right. time I say it, it sounds horrible. AT and T, and then I'm sure X Factor has yeah. Sprint. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so they, like there's a commercial for Pepsi that was on TV, and I'm, it was across the room, and I was like, "Is Britney Spears young and dancing well?" And like, <laughs> and I was like, "And it's a Pepsi ad." And then I realized that no, they just created a brand new campaign because remember when Britney did Pepsi a while sure. ago? Yeah. So basically, it was just the exact same old Britney ad, and then it said, "Who's next?" X Factor. Uh, so it was like wow. the only way to get Britney back. And for a second, I was like, "Oh my God, she's doing it." She's figured it out. She's back on top. Uh, and, she looks no. 21. <laughs> oh, it doesn't have to work out and it's just tight as can be. Yeah. You know? These are lady problems. Well, lady problems. Speaking of lady problems, let's go <laughs> yeah. to Monday night. Yeah, Monday night, November 7th. It's the 7th. Yeah, so we are heading into the primetime fall season, so we're going to see a lot of guest stars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Monday, well, the only real guest star on Monday we have is uh, Holly Pete, no, Holly Robinson Pete who got fired from the talk, uh, is on Mike and Molly. Did, did, did they all get fired? Is that why the... Cause I know now Molly Shannon is joining soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kardashian mother yeah. stepped in. I think she's just ready to get on a TV show at any time. Like, yeah. She'll be like, I'll play house. Right. <laughs> just, you know, give me five minutes. Yeah, we also have uh, you know CBS Block. So that's the end of the CBS Block. We have Two Enough Men, Two Broke Girls, and How I Met Your Mother. And this is an odd... Plotline: The friends recall their memories of Hurricane Irene. Can you recall my? Can you jog my memory of which one was Hurricane? Irene? <laughs> yeah, uh, Hurricane Irene was uh, the most recent big hurricane that uh, you know made the oil explode everywhere and nobody the Gulf, the mm. Gulf, you know. Wow, that's like 
That must have been hard to sell to the writer's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must, that must probably be a really good episode because to pass that storyline along, you've got to have a bunch of money. Left in yeah, it. there's got to be something. I mean, they're recalling their memory. So did it actually happen to them on the show? Does anybody and the know? the show takes place in New York? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. So it's mostly memories oh, of right. watching TV. Am I wrong? Hey, sweet Jeff. Hurricane Irene. Mm-hmm. Was that was that the big East Coast one that got all the way up to... Okay. Wait, that's this. All right, I'm thinking of the wrong summer. one now. Right. Yes, I I okay. sat oh, through so Hurricane topical. Irene. Yeah, it is topical, but it is a little old. I mean, it it happened in. It feels like they were literally writing the episode, you know, over the summer in the thing, and they're like, you know what, Hurricane Irene episode. Let's recall those memories. <laughs> Get rid of but a lot of come on, Irene. How much Irene do you jokes? bet one of them is trapped in an elevator? Mm-hmm. Oh, two of them trapped in an elevator yeah, who have, have just gotten in an issues. argument. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like the right episode for that. Were you, I was there, I was in New York during Hurricane Irene. Mm-hmm. I was doing the I was doing the French festival during Hurricane Irene and basically like uh the line out the door for Trader Joe's wine shop because the wine shop is separate from the regular shop was just along the block and people were exiting like no food, just cases of wine. Can I just comment that we just made fun of the storyline and then just became the storyline? Yeah. <laughs> Why would that ever be? Anyway, what were you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a pretty good episode. It's a good episode. Um, uh, yeah, I guess Battle, so. Can I say Battlestar fans are in, don't look at who it is, I'm gonna, but there's a Battlestar person okay. who's coming to house. Oh, boy. It is a male. Okay. He gained an irrealistic amount of weight Ooh. using makeup. Oh, right. <laughs> during the uh, latter seasons. Are you a Battlestar fan? I've never seen it. Okay. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jamie Bamber. All right. Uh, who played a young Leah Dama, who's uh, actually British. Speaking of British things, I just want to talk about this. There are so many non-American leading men. Yes, playing. Walking such Dead. an advantage yeah. to Let's be th- foreign. Walking, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. such an advantage. It, it's like because they're like, wow, you can transform yourself. Are American and are super like very like Superman, Spider Man, like all the things coming up for this doesn't count. But the guy yeah. who played the cape, Australian. Hmm. Again. Well, what about uh, Green Lantern? Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Canadian. Okay. Oh, damn it. Um, yeah. No, but seriously, so you obviously have House. You have Jason O'Mara from Terra Nova mm-hmm. is British, mm-hmm. Irish. Yeah. Um, you have... Walking Dead. Walking Dead, who he's the guy, by the way. You, um, Andrew Lincoln is the gentleman from Love Actually who yes. holds the sign up. Mm-hmm. And then to Keira Knightley. That's like his previous zombie hunting credentials was not being able to get over Keira Knightley. Mm. Which Orlando Bloom... Pretty well, <laughs> they had to have dated, right? Were they dating? No, Wait. they never dated. Did they date? Pirate that, movies? Well, then he definitely got over her. Yeah, yeah. never dated. So <laughs> he just moved right on. Point proven. I don't know, but as we go through the week, I'd like to point out as many for now. I mean, then even the women like Yvonne Strahovski on Chuck, Anna mm-hmm. Tor Fringe. Um, I don't know, is it just as simple as like executives want? We want an outsider, we want people who people haven't seen before. What's more outsider? Okay, here's than... what it is I know what it is because my friend did my friend uh, was was doing a movie and he needed a guy and I was like oh I've got this guy this guy it was he was asking my friends and he was like do they have reels if what like he was really like maybe 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 and then I was like oh who'd you end up using and he goes oh this like up and coming Australian actor and I was like yeah I was like what do you, what have you been in and he's like just like a bunch of stuff in Australia and, like his agent said he's like this up and coming guy and I was like you fell for it. You fell for it. Like all they said you was up and coming yeah. Australia. And he went, okay, he didn't look at his real, nothing. All of my friends who were proven amazing, he was like, no, no, no. But like just that phrase got him. And, and he's a smart guy. The and, Mel Gibson effect. Yeah. There is there is thankfully only one Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. If I were moving here now, I would pretend to be British. Yeah. Could you That's maintain that idea. all the time? But it would help your craft though. Mm-hmm. 
being able to never wearing many masks. <laughs> I would just pretend to be shy so I didn't have to speak. Oh. Oh, hello. <laughs> I I think uh, just like um uh the Emmy like why people win Emmys is because they can transform themselves and I 100% believe that if somebody's like, "Oh, hello. How are you?" Hi. I am I'm very so impressed because so. the best part about having the leading man as a foreign national is the episode where the person gets to be their nationality. <laughs> right. Dominic, like Dominic West on the West, wire. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always the episode where it's like, hey, can you do a British accent? And they go, I think I can manage. Right? Yeah. yeah, and they do it. And then you're like, and it's it's enjoyable. Like Hugh Laurie does a British accent. You're like, And then they're like, oh, saying. that was horrible. Yeah. All the other characters. <laughs> I, I did an episode of House and Hugh Laurie directed it. And, I, and when he was speaking to me with his British accent, I was always like, I, it, like, I felt like he was putting it on. Because you're so yeah. used to, I, I, I love House and you're so used to him with that voice that when he'd be like, you know, next time when you do it, whatever, I was like, hee hee. Like, it felt like he was just like, you know, when Britney Spears was British for a week or whatever. Yeah. Is that a thing? Or Madonna being British for a couple Ever. years now. Yes, yeah. Ever since we last liked her. Yeah. Uh, rounding up Monday, uh, HBO's all new with Bored to Death and Enlightened. Uh, Which and of course, the we Real give Housewives. the stamp approval to oh, yeah. Enlightened. Enlightened for sure. Um, and uh, Real Housewives of Bev, Bev Hills. Oh, is that on? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, maybe I'll, uh, thank God TiVo takes care of me. I'm going that. <laughs> And on late night, we have uh, Melissa McCarthy, who is, uh, as ho- the Hollywood Reporter put it, white hot, <laughs> which I love. Kind of racist. Uh, white hot. No, no. You know, it's like a star, you know, it okay. just gets so, it burns so hot. Would there be like a black person on the cover of a magazine that said white hot? I'm that would be dangerous. So. Yeah. <laughs> they would say day black day lightning or something. Yeah. <laughs> who Shock knows? Shock thunder. Yep. Uh, and then David Tello is going to be on Chelsea, which should be really nice. interesting because I feel like I haven't heard from him in a really long time. Has he paneled yeah. before on that? Is that is that the appropriate term for going on Chelsea paneling? I don't, I I don't think he's paneled. Paneling. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him doing I bet that. He's not a big like Kardashian watcher or something, you know? Right? He's like, yeah. He's like, like, I don't know. Who gives a fuck? I right. Yeah. <laughs> I like, can I swear on here? Oh yeah. I've done it twice. Okay. We've said right. some horrible things on yeah. this show. <laughs> and you can go back to episodes. Seven to hear most of those. Yeah. All right. So moving on to Tuesday, Tuesday November eighth. All right. We almost got we're it. We're the worst Rather the no, we're the worst morning radio team ever. Right. <laughs> or on. the best. Okay. Moving, moving on, on to, 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 to moving yep. on to Tuesday in case we don't want to use what we already used. Um, <laughs> Tuesdays, in my opinion, are a little bit. Uh, it's a little harder to find your show. I think Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are the days where you'll be inundated. I think this is a good time to go to cable. To go to you know to go to, to go to basic cable find a show about a uh, a store you know a group of mis you know tattoo artists you know who how to make it in America <laughs> I'm sure that's their next plot line parking garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah parking garage attendants just you know issues involving dispatch um oh sure yeah payroll someone's late taxi someone's oh my god that one guy who's always late oh the machine gets you know broken I've fallen for those shows I like embarrassingly I loved. Um, Ace of Cakes for a long time. I think I went through a Miami Ink phase. Mm-hmm, you know what sure. I mean? Where I'm just like, I'm like, why are you watching? Nothing is happening. <laughs> interesting trades. Get interesting a TV show. Interesting trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uninteresting trades. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes. No, particularly uninteresting ones. <laughs> I mean, The Real stars. Housewives. Oh, well, yeah. Pawn Stars. Oh my I, the, God. the best part about The Real Housewives, as far as trades go, yeah. is they're not housewives. And they're not like real. Like yeah. there's Correct. no, there's, they're not real housewives. So that's the best part of the whole show. Right. <laughs> none of them stay home. They all have like, jobs and things they do. <laughs> yeah, but are these jobs? These are kind of pet projects. 
for some of them. That's no, true. Some of them but involve most of their them are, diet margaritas. Most of them aren't married. A lot of yeah. them are married, so they're not wives either. Yeah, so it's like it's the whole thing is like no. spinning out of control. You're demanding too much of this franchise. Yeah. Um, but well, there is but... one occupation show that is good, uh, Mad Fashion, which is Chris Marge from Project Runway. We've been talking about oh, it a lot. I love him. And it's him. It's like his group of his crew of miscreants who make these amazing costumes. And I think that anywhere, when the things are actually amazing that they're making, I think that's really fun to watch. Yeah. Chris Marge is such a big personality, too. He's Project Runway season three, I believe. Same year as uh, Christian Siriano. Mm-hmm. And so that was a that was one of the best seasons that, I think of that Project was maybe Runway. the last best series. It was the high watermark. It's gotten, it's not horrible now, but that was like, the height of everything. Yeah, that was that was an amazing season, and uh, they gave he made his uh, for his final project. He did stuff out of human hair. <laughs> he's a really weird guy, wow. but so fun and like does these crazy drag costumes. He's really entertaining. That's the equivalent of making blue food on Project Runway. You mean on Top Chef? Oh, sorry, I'm Top Chef. You know what I mean? Though? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing of like it might be really cool and it could be amazing, but you might have just. No one's gonna. No one's gonna want to wear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or eat that. But uh, there is um, Tuesday. Box Tuesdays are back for mm-hmm. the second week after baseball, and um, New Girl has really shot a new life into Box Tuesdays, which it, I'm a fan of. Have you been watching it at all? I watched two episodes so far, and I really like them. I like. Well, I like. I think it's. I like the second one better than the first one. I watched the one with Blake Bell. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. yeah. She's so funny. Let's talk about sexual tension for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, or, Between well, you and I, yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to mention it's it. It's just, getting that's awkward. why we're on the uh, office side yeah, of this, of this giant blue table. It's getting uh, weird. <laughs> I'm diffusing it, guys. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Kimmy, uh, five minutes. I want you to make an excuse. Okay, you like, got um, it. No, uh, New Girls is a great show. The writing is amazing. Um, but they've, I think they've kind of uh, screwed themselves over a little bit, which is they've put the sexual tension right in the middle of the show, like any good show, like Castle or Friends, but. Um, I it's now episode four or five, and already, in my opinion, it's kind of coming to a head too much. Like, as as like fans of the show of of shows in general, like, do mm-hmm. you guys like that? Do you think it's frustrating to no end? Because now we're gonna have to go for, through four seasons of them dating people that we know they're not right for. But at the same time, we obviously don't want to see them get together. I don't know. I think it's, it's the problem that happened with the Office between um, Jim and Pam. Jim, yeah, well, Jim and Pam, and then uh, right now. Um, Andy and Aaron. Yeah. Well, what they happened? That they, they, they threw that a big curveball recently. Yeah, but they, I think that they 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 had them kissing very early on, and then you're just kind of like, okay, so when are they going to get back together? You know, yeah. it's just like just dance around it for as long yeah. as possible. Yeah. The, the best one was yeah. Tony and Angela from Who's the Boss. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite <laughs> sexual attention. Everyone, totally. yeah, a lot of people think it's Moonlighting. I think it's Who's the Boss. <laughs> that really was the best. That yeah. was the best. It was amazing. Yeah, you didn't know if they were going to get together. What about Mona and Jonathan? Do you think that they had oh, some they good sex? Yeah, they were I think I think it. so. Yeah. They were related, but off screen right. as actors. Welcome back to Who's the Boss talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then of course, Raising Hope with Kate your Kate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, which uh, uh, the the I'm not sure what the, this episode is about. Do you know what this episode's about? Because last week they had the baby being a serial killer, which I thought was so hilarious. <laughs> it really, in many ways, is the same premise as Dexter. Just an entire... It is, because, right, he he had sex with a girl who was a serial killer, and then she got uh, electrocuted and stuck with the baby. By, by the government. Yeah, by the government. Not like uh, by accident. <laughs> she was just out there with some golf clubs. Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> she went to a little post-murder golfing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. No, totally. How how the serial killer can go a completely different way. Um, also, we were talking about Man Up earlier. Man Up and Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing has been getting some pretty good reviews, but Man Up has still not found its voice. It's not. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's. I think the most. Is it as simple as multicams? If you're into single cams, multicams just can never be the same again. You know what I mean? Like Tim Allen is great. I think mm-hmm. we all love Galaxy Quest. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I wonder if uh, I just can't see myself ever really wanting to watch that show. Mm-hmm. But I still find myself rooting for him. For You know. He's just one of those likable guys. Kind of like Tom Hanks, you know. Mm-hmm. You just like him. Let no me say that uh, if there's an Al cameo, like once they start bringing, if they bring back Home Improvement cast members, I'm going to watch. Yeah. So it, it, that's what the ticket is. <laughs> really you are just you. proving Hollywood's point over and over again. Just yeah. give people the familiar stuff and they'll watch it. You know what I mean? Of course, Charlie's Angels. Oh. The exception. Oh, Charlie's yeah. Angels. No, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Charlie's Angels, let's um, move on to uh, Wednesday, November 9th. When Charlie's Angels is not on. Yeah, when it's not on at all. Ooh, Law and Order SVU mm-hmm. and America's Next Top Model. I'm into both of those big time. All right, tell, keep us up to date. What's going on with uh, both of those shows with right now? With Law and Order SVU. Do you miss yeah. Stabler? I really miss Stabler. I mean, that was the best sexual tension ever because they could never get together. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened to to Angela and Tony? Okay, it's the third best okay. after Angela and Tony and Moonlighting. It's the it's just the current best. Yeah, I miss them. Did they ever get together? Because I stopped watching the show like maybe six or mm-hmm. seven years. So did they ever get close? Well, he got he separated from his wife, and okay. so there was a period of time where you thought, oh, maybe this could happen, and then they got back together. Him and the wife. Oh. Oh. And the window man. closed forever. Yeah. Oh. And Olivia's still alone. Oh. I know. She's Louise. Nice. It's really depressing. I know. Yeah. Do you think she'll ever find her Mr. Rank? <laughs> it's I a show about so. the special victims unit, and we're finding, like, oh, yeah. God. Or Olivia. Yeah. yeah, this girl got raped, and then Olivia doesn't have a date. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Who's, who are the new people? It's the woman from Chase, the, yes. and then there's a gentleman from a CBS procedural. Yes. I don't know their names, but they're both really good. Are they fitting in? Are, yeah, is they're Ice really still getting, good. Is Ice-T still getting a screen time? Oh, totally. Do you still get to ask people who are doing busy doing jobs? You, up against the wall. Yeah. That's usually what he says in the episode. <laughs> like, I've been trying him on the phone this whole time, and no one's answering. Like, <laughs> he has nothing. It's like th- those kind of things. Well, if you had to play a random role on mm-hmm. SVU, what would it be? Oh, I'd be the killer. You'd be the killer. Yeah, who like who like fucks with them? Like I would be like somebody raped me and I'm and then I'm like ha I did it, you know, <laughs> and like I faked it or something. You know. That's a really good one to be. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good kind of killer. Kimmy, who would you be? Uh, I would want to be like like a like a hooker, you know? Okay, sure. Yeah. Hooker absolutely. with a heart of gold, something like that. He's just like drunkenly walking up the stairs and like leave me alone and throw my drugs at them, <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's proof that you've never been a drug addict, because I don't think drug addicts ever throw their drugs away from them. So that's like, like if, you know, Kimmy's mom's listening, like, that's proof that yeah. she's... <laughs> that's who I would be. And then uh, I would be, in, like, the key victim. I mean, not the victim. I'd be the key witness in a big trial. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you find out I went to Harvard, and I fell on hard times. That's a good monologue. So basically, you're setting yourself up for, like, the long panning shot of the jury. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. That's what, that's what I want. How about you, Matt? Anything? I'd be Castle. Castle, good. All right. <laughs> on the show, Law and Order SVU. Okay. <laughs> Smart. Coming, coming Smart in guy. to solve the crime in the most charming way possible. Super crossover. <laughs> and that uh, we have uh, X Factor, which got renewed for a second season, Up All Night with Jason Lee and Chris Diamatopoulos, oh. who we were talking about Chris Diamatopoulos, and he's going to be in the new, I just like saying that because <laughs> I can, <laughs> he's going to be in the new Three Stooges movie. Very good. With who again? Sean Hayes and Will Sasso. Yeah, and apparently it's coming out soon. And Jim Carrey? No. 
The old cast, I believe, consisted of Jim Carrey, Paul Rudd, and, and Del Toro or something. Yes, okay. exactly something right. Like interesting. And I think the first photo of them just came out, yeah. possibly. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it'll be because uh, he's not really well known. So this will kind of be introduce. You'll inter- get introduced to Chris, and then Chris. I don't want to say his last name again. And then <laughs> people will really get to know him if Three Stooges doesn't bomb. Right. And let's hope it doesn't. I too bad that you don't respect our proud Greek Americans. What do you Such as Dino Stamatopoulos, mm-hmm. Nick Papadoudoulos, who is a guest photographer on Records Next Top Model. Um, <laughs> nice. Isn't that, that was... Papadopoulos? Yeah, Papadopoulos. Papadop- what was that from Webster? Remember? Oh, oh! Yeah, he stays with the Papadopoulos. Also nice. good sexual tension. Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic, classic. America's the Greeks, huh? Top, it's America's Next Top Model All-Stars. Oh. Yeah, so it's people from last, from past cycles. They all come back and they're, you know. Are some of them I forget too they call them old, cycles, given not that, seasons. Given that you well, have to be like 18. They're not pretending they're going to be models. This oh. time, they're not. This time they're going to be stars at the end. Oh. It's it's a branding thing. They use their last name and they have them do everything and viral videos and stuff. They're they're going to, you know, it's wow. a whole different thing. They get to be like a correspondent or an extra or something as they're. Oh, yeah. I've had yeah. a friend who was like a pretend interviewee like he yeah they like set these people up they're like you have to interview somebody in the crowd and they just cast everybody and then they would just give them a hard time it's wow. so mean <laughs> That's funny. like how can they deal under pressure i love your face yeah. like <laughs> this feels like a violation of the integrity oh really i know i tell you when i found out that a friend of mine got cast to be like somebody on ricky lake's old show my world was crushed Wow, really? They had, you know, like one of those pregnancy test uh, things. You know what I mean? Pretend? It's that, all pretend. That surprises me. I don't know why. I feel I, like there's so many trashy people out there that you wouldn't run out. Is there a chance that America's better than we think we are? <laughs> Maybe. Well, also, I mean, who would want to risk their show on somebody that could actually legitimately be crazy? You know, that's why they yeah. cast people. They probably just take their stories and then. There is a safety factor to it. Yeah. Yeah. Casting your crazies. Jerry Springer seems like he's a little bit too calm. Yeah. yeah. He's got all his bodyguards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And he knows he's got a musical behind him, so. He I does? Know. Yeah. The Jerry Springer musical or opera? Oh, yeah. Opera? Is it about his fall from uh, politics? You know, his sort of. Oh, right. Yeah. His, um, I almost said Canadian, but I meant Kennedy-like. He was a, he was like a real sort of Kennedy Democrat in Ohio. Oh, sure. Mayor of Ohio. Minnesota? No. Mayor of, Mayor of Cleveland. Mayor of Cleveland. Yeah. See, probably. Anthony Weiner should do a talk show. Mm-hmm. He should get his own Jerry Springer type thing. You know, make a billion dollars. Well, he tried. What is it? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah. Wasn't his wife dead? Something happened. Yeah. He got in trouble. Yeah. I think Uh, it's better if we don't know. Yeah, right? (laughs) He's walking. Rod, Rod, Wiener. These guys do not just do it based on last name. Um, if and a couple of other things. We have Top Chef Texas, which uh this is gonna be part two of the uh I guess first episode. And they started off with 29 chefs. They're down. They have 11 spots that they have already filled. And then I think that there are 10 people that still have to go. And then there's six people on the bubble. So you have nine people who are vying for those five spots. And then you have those other six people who have to cook again. That makes no sense, whatever you just said. Yeah. Nine people for the top six, and then the other five. Kimmy Kimmy put it very well on the show by saying they're giving them the American Idol treatment, which is you have to compete to compete. Yeah. And I thought that was very, I thought that was very apt. As a, I mean, Top Chef to me is all about the personalities, so like I'm just not gonna check in until like episode four. 
Oh yeah, yeah. They have some good front runners, but it is just like a sea of nameless people at this point. And you get a couple of stories. There's one, this really great guy who was a drug addict and he or a drug dealer, and now he wants to be a cook. And you're just like, I love this guy, <laughs> love him. I'm rooting for him. It could be him. a lie though, like you yeah, said. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. He seems he seems you like a really drug dealer. It. You yeah. can't go, you didn't deal drugs, prove it. <laughs> they'll, do yes, scene, they'll do a scene where he throws his drugs <laughs> yeah. at Tom. Just like a hooker. Yep. Well, just like any good hooker would. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, that's the difference between Top Chef and American Idol. American or X Factor. X Factor made each person recreate their live for B roll. Oh, so, right. like, wow. And so they'd be like, they go back um, to their you, know, home. I, uh, you know, at home, I'm like a trash guy. And then suddenly there's B roll of it. And you start to realize when you're watching it, they just film this around wherever they are. And you're yeah. just, put him in a trash uniform. Yeah, no. <laughs> Turn that That's T-shirt Universal up. Studios. Behind him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a set of Ally McBeal. Yeah, um, cast a child. Let's see. Um, and then of course, uh, Penn and Teller tell a lie. Oh yeah. Sorry, I, I've been really enjoying that show a lot. That'd be a good sort of a deep, uh, a, the equivalent of a deep album cut is like a deep cable cut. You want to go into cable? You want to find something? Find a MythBusters. Yeah. Penn and Teller tell a lie would definitely mm-hmm. be there. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, Psych continues on USA as well as Real World San Diego. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. American Horror Story, um, which seems like it should be over on Halloween. Right, am I right, guys? It's so yeah. scary. I could only no. watch the pilot. I, it's too scary for me. <laughs> How did you feel about too the much. pilot? Not enough male nudity? Uh, there's never enough. I mean, <laughs> you can always have right, more. Ladies? Although I was like, I have, a, I, pr- I predict how it's going to end the whole series. Okay. I think that girl with Down syndrome killed everybody and continues to. That's what I think. And they're going to reveal it. She's going to slaughter the whole family in the last episode. Oh my. Wouldn't that be awesome? God. Well, thank God we have this on tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See it first. Boom. <laughs> the uh, CMA Awards are also, the 45th annual CMA Awards are on from 8 to 11, which I don't know how you guys feel about that. I noticed that with the Footloose movie, all country artists remade all of the big songs. It's like uh-huh. Blake Shelton did Footloose, uh, you know, Voice Judge. So maybe we're going to hear a little bit of that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Perhaps. Yeah, I, I'm not really into the country music awards, I have to say. <laughs> I think country music is say, great. I'm but... say I am. I'm going to pretend, like, guys, come on, America. I mean, award shows, we, we co- we've covered, like, the Scream Awards, which is a made-up award show. Yeah. I mean, but I guess since it's the 45th annual, they've been around long enough. Grand old Opry. Yeah. There's know? also there's something special about asking <laughs> people who don't talk on camera for a living to talk on camera. I mean, there's something, there's a magic, even when it's pre-taped. There's mm-hmm. always something a little bit fun about seeing that happen. Yeah. And uh, there was one American Idol. Was it American Idol? She, the contestant who was on 90210. Was it, it was Bower oh, Socks or Pickler? Kelly Pickler. Kelly Pickler. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so sweet. And you read an article about it. She's like, I just prefer being on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. if everybody at the CMA was like that, I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally watch it. We just wish we were on the radio right now. <laughs> Is that how they sound? I don't know. Uh, shall we move on? Kimmy Gate with Media Lead. Uh, yeah, right. move on to uh, Thursday, November 10th. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I meant to ask, sweet Jeff. Uh, is J. Edgar, is that the mid, midweek? Speaking of media leads, it's going to, so J. Edgar's so, starting on Wednesday, uh, select, and then by Friday it's going to open wide. Yeah. Super excited about that. Leonardo DiCaprio as J. Edgar Hoover. 
a man not a lot of people know about. I feel like I know generally what he did, but I'd be curious to know the specifics. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of it is he was other than being playing, a crossdresser. Yeah, I think they're playing him as perhaps being a homosexual gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes is, that uh, with Army Hammer in it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. Is Army Hammer also playing his twin brother? (laughs) (laughs) Who's filming the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, Oh, boy. boy. (laughs) Um, But on Thursday... Oh, speaking of Charlie's Angels. (laughs) It lives on with returning guest star Isaiah Mustafa, Mm -hmm. who is playing the love interest. He was the ex-fiance of one of the angels. That's right. I sat next to him at a Hollow Notes concert. Ah! I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) The Hollywood Bowl, Bowl, Fourth of July one? Yeah. Well, they... Yeah. It's like one Hollow Notes concert. Oh, in right. LA. I was like, how'd you know? Let me throw this out there. A lot of orchestra, there was like maybe six Hollow Notes songs and then like 12 from the orchestra, maybe. Yeah. There was, uh, we needed more from. We need more from Hollow Notes. Yeah. I also didn't know. <laughs> now, I, I have, I'm going to pretend like you're a Hollow Notes expert. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that that band is basically uppercase Hall. Oh, it's never talks during yeah. the thing. I, I don't know why, but. You know they're great. I mean, I mean that was kind of the premise so of your uh, yeah. your band. But, but I always got right? the idea that Garfunkel. Yeah. Well, that's where we yeah. got the name. I saw them at the bowl like four years ago, and I was in the back, and there was the cameraman. It was like Hall, and then Oats in the band. There yeah. was no two shot. There was no close up on Oats. I was like, that is crazy and hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Hall knows he's he's got it. Hmm? Hall knows he's got it. Yeah, well, I love that Hall has that wind machine. No. Like, yeah. He has a wind machine on him, and Oats doesn't. I think that's maybe the it's reason he why started he started feathering his hair a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe it just gets out. Anyway, I he apologize. just has like one of those little spray fans it's or whatever. Huge. <laughs> I, I apologize uh, for tunnel. getting us off track, but also NBC <laughs> is all new, uh, and then Bones is Bones is back, of course, on uh, yeah, Bones on, premiering on uh, on Fox, and I think soon that's going to be joined with uh, the show Finder, which was actually a spinoff of Bones. I guess they're waiting to mid season uh, because right now they're still sharing it with X Factor. But I gotta say, I'm a uh, I think Castle is better than Bones. I want to start a mild internet fight. Okay. That's a bold statement. Post your lighthearted <laughs> ribbings. Wow. You know. Wow. Just yeah. get ready for some hate mail, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting ready to argue with basically basically my mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the big story about NBC Thursday is they're bringing in Lindsay Broad, who... Um, who that? She... Uh, I looked it up earlier. She's um she's she's not done too much. So like the office typically brings relatively unknown yeah, people. Yeah. Um she's going to be taking over for Pam who's going to go on maternity leave. And the big question is does Pam need somebody to take yeah. over for her? Arguably they just have leave? a large they have a lot of depth in the cast. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of unused characters and you know, you'll see Meredith has one one or two lines and even she Mindy Kaling. I know. They're always in the background. I think about that, like how much they're like extras for ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Just playing on the computer, checking yeah. out. Uh, I'm. Checking Kate out. Flannery has this story that she says she was waiting tables for two years until uh, they finally like the third season of The Office came about. Um, that she decided to quit her uh, job wow. <laughs> waiting tables. How did she have time? I, no idea. Wow. But that would, I mean, I could see that, being terrified to quit your job. Like, yeah. Especially when it's such a small part, too. Right. Not a small part. The but... first season of The Office was six episodes. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. You know, yeah. season and a half. But still, it's maintenance. It's a lot, yeah. So, yeah. So, if, if you have any opinions, podcast listeners, about does Pam really need a replacement? Um, I wonder what they're going to do narratively, because it's probably just going to be, well, she's having a real baby. 
I mean, on the show, she said, yeah. as well. So it's, it's, I was hoping maybe it was going to be a shot in the arm to Jim and Pam. You know, Pam runs away. Is this a potential love interest for Andy to make it a triangle? Oh, is she playing the, because they hinted, we obviously record this podcast a little in advance. Mm-hmm. So they hinted uh, at Halloween uh, that Andy was going to bring by his new girlfriend that he hasn't mm-hmm. said anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that perhaps her? Could be, could be, because you couldn't tell. I was, you're like, oh, he's totally faking this girlfriend, and then you're like, well, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe this Michael is his girlfriend. Sil- Michael Scott would fake a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Andy would not fake a girlfriend, but then he would just do something else really stupid. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. He's a different character. So uh, in my notes here, it says Vampire Diaries. My morning jacket performs on the show. This is a great tradition. I don't think we have enough. I think 90210 yeah. uh, and those shows really pioneered. Pit after dark. Yeah, yeah, having the. Uh, mm-hmm. And then DOC brought it back. Ladies. Remember that? Yeah. After dark. yeah. That was really exciting. I used it would used to work on me, like because I, you know, this is back before the internet, where you, you know, Napster. Do you, do you remember at the end of the episodes for like two months, Tori Spelling was at that, uh, that, uh, the jukebox, and she would go, Jeremy Jordan, all right, and then they would play that video. <laughs> do you remember that? I don't remember no. that. No. Was, so it, was his name Jeremy Jordan? Jeremy Something Jackson? Like that. Oh God. I think it's Jeremy jo- Jeremy Jackson. One of those two. Jeremy Jordan. I gotta go she back would go, and watch All that. right. And then the video would start. <laughs> I don't I'm the only one who remembers this apparently. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Um we also have uh, Beavis and Butthead, Good Vibes, rounding up the night. And Burn Note is back for its second episode. Very exciting. Back. Uh the summer is such an interesting time because there's so much cable, there's so many cable procedurals. Yeah. And then, you know, uh there isn't a whole lot on cable. So I think we're all glad to see Burn Notice back. We think we I think we appreciate it for what it is. When you say we, do you mean we, you specifically? Meaning, yeah. <laughs> do you ever see the SNL making fun of Burn Notice? Uh, what? Yes. That's yeah. so funny. What is Burn Notice? We play, we play that skit on our show. Like, I think every time Burn Notice has come back, mm-hmm. we play that sketch to then like introduce people to what Burn Notice is. Yeah. It's kind of there genius. Is, this, is, this is a pet peeve of mine. There are about 12 shows that claim to be the most successful show on cable. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while you'll hear like Walking a, Dead, Rizzoli and I. Yeah. There's like an asterisk and it's like between this Yeah, like demographic. Demographic, yeah. I mean, I, and the, the, the final shot, like Rizzoli and Isles when it came back was doing the AMC Movie Watchers Networks. So yeah. You got a first look and which are obnoxious in general. And then you, uh, they would say it's the number one show on TV and I was like, ah, oh, I can't believe it. But then I looked up and it was. And then recently- some not even like a reality show like Ice Road Truckers, which you know is successful. Uh-huh. Like it was some crazy occupational show that said it was the number one show on cable. For for real? No. It, really? it, it, yeah, like no. It's the number one reality show about cakes. Yeah. On Saturday nights on cable. Okay, yeah. yeah. First run. That, yeah. When you when you, when you combined <laughs> all of the viewings. Yes. In a thirty six hour window. <laughs> but there's a lot of going on, guys. Let's stop it. Come on, marketing department. Truth and advertising. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I think it's because people are legitimately watching cable now. Are you good? Are you good? Okay. Um, people are legitimately watching cable and cable's becoming more competitive. And I think the shows coming out of cable are much more artistically interesting mm-hmm. yeah. than the network shows. And they're willing to take risks. And I am worried that very soon it's going to start turning back into playing it safe again. Like they're taking a lot of risks and then it's going to. You know, well, if we keep it competitive, I think we'll keep getting great shows. Unless they, the risks pay off, which they seem to be. Yeah. So then they'll keep taking more. AMC, yeah, they're coming out with uh, Hell on Wheels soon. Yeah. It's going to be another prestigious-looking HBO-like show. Well, speaking <laughs> of, let's move on to the weekend. Because Friday, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday is where you put your TV shows that you're worried won't play to a big audience mm-hmm. that are taking some risks. you got mm-hmm. your Fringe. You've True. got... Chuck, you've got uh, Grimm now, so that kind of Chuck and Grimm thing uh, are, are forming a nice little sci-fi block, which you know, which which 
to go back to what you're saying, can you do sci-fi on network TV? Can you really like embrace something? Because even Terra Nova is just a family show. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the plot lines are so based around, I think the little girl gets an earache and has to go to her mom who's a doctor every episode. <laughs> and you're like, there's dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> But I stubbed my toe. <laughs> we, I think you can do it with Grimm because it's a procedural. Yeah, it's, it's funny how those things, it's like a little Trojan horse yeah. that if you know, if we can make this, there was actually that season of, it's from the one of the one of the principal writers of Buffy and Angel, and there was that season of Angel, if you ever watched it on TNT, where they basically were in a law firm. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure how this happened, but basically Angel was working Let's for take it out of my castle firm. and put this in a law firm. <laughs> and, the, like, and the premise was that lawyers were goblins or whatever. And they were working in a law firm. And the set was just a law firm. And everyone's still dressed up in like leather, like full length matrix leather stuff. But they're just like worried about filing. And... <laughs> but it worked. Sometimes it worked. Like sometimes. Ah, my teeth. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna... Lawyers can be real bloodsuckers. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm a huge Bridge fan. I, I hope the season's gonna I hope people are gonna stick with it this season. I don't know if people are gonna uh looks doesn't look great <laughs> for this season. Um and then uh we have uh, we have Boss on Friday night, which uh big fans of here on the show. Strong recommendation. You won't yeah. think about him. The biggest comment you can pay it is you won't watch it and go Frasier. Oh, that's you know, good. you'll watch it and go, oh, like Tom Kane, you know, mm-hmm. you, you eventually you very quickly get away from it. There's an amazing scene where uh, somebody, one of his, it's all about, you know, the networks he has, the different ethnicities and how he controls his town. And somebody in like the Latino group um, screwed up and kind of like cost him some political capital. So this guy knows that he has to tell his like cousin, he has to punish him. And they kind of take him into the woods. And then that guy, you see him like the next scene is Kelsey Grammer at like a big ball. And the guy's got a bandage over his head and he gives Kelsey Grammer like a package of something. And then he goes home and opens it. And it's just the dude's ears. Ah! And it's unfazed. Kelsey Grammer just throws him in the garbage disposal. Ah! Like no emotion. Ugh. It's it's intense. Like, uh, as you can I gather. Know, I don't think this is no. a show for me. It's no, very no. much like The Wire. You like, talked me right out of it. It's very. <laughs> he had me and now I'm gone. What if I can tell you on some sexual tension right. he has with <laughs> Camille. his male I'm housekeeper? Back. Right. Team Camille. <laughs> um, so uh, movie releases, I guess we can jump right into that. Um, right. Well, obviously already uh, we have our prestige release, which is going to go wide on Jagger. Friday. Jagger. Oh, man, that is going to be Dynamo. We have the other prestigious movie, Jack and Jill, <laughs> where Adam Sandler stars against Adam Sandler as his twin sister. It's fair to say, we say this a lot, this is the kind of movie that he made fun of himself for making in Funny People. Yeah. And then just made it. I don't understand it. Katie Holmes is in it. Don't understand that. Al Pacino is playing himself in it. Oh. Yeah. Is it or- sad that makes me really curious to see it now? Well, he plays his neighbor who's attracted to Adam Sandler's character, a twin sister. Oh, so it's going to be Al Pacino and Adam Sandler in a in weird... drag. Yeah. I know. It's... Uh... Hey, maybe it'll be Tootsie. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That's the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Wait, you have to tell... Say what you said earlier about the film, about the, maybe this say? is a whole trick. Oh, I said, wouldn't it be hilarious if, like, the Jack and Jill, if that was the advertisement for it, and then you went, and they were like, dude, we're not giving you this movie. Here's the real movie. And then it's just something like, else. Like, hey guys, Avengers. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like, you what? passed. Yeah, you bought it. Come on, man. Uh, I, I want to do that for realsies. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, it'd be so you good. advertise the whole other thing. Oh, it'd be amazing. Because that sometimes happens when a movie, they don't like it so much. Like, Good Luck Chuck was actually an example where they changed the marketing halfway through it. So the original premise of the movie is that Dane Cook... Um, any woman he sleeps with will find the love of her life right after. Mm-hmm. 
And then halfway through the marketing, the trailers were, it was a movie about uh, Jessica Alba being clumsy. Right. And, <laughs> and they had no butt. mention of the premise anymore. Yeah. And th- I think it was more like, good luck, Chuck, with this one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and so yeah. they've done that before, just, you know, accidentally. Yeah. Well, and then on the uh, Sunday, we can move right on to Sunday, which is just always packed with uh Great television, Emmy award-winning television. Yeah. Once upon a time, uh, that's been kind of getting mixed reviews so far. You Again, know, sci- doing sci-fi and fantasy. You know, yeah. when you're on HBO, I think it's a combination. Like when you do True Blood on HBO, you, your seasons get picked up all at once. Mm-hmm. You can push the boundaries. All those things together make. And not that True Blood hasn't gone crazy, but like it's <laughs> a little bit easier to uh, find your voice. Well, what's uh, interesting about Grimm and Once Upon a Time is that since Grimm is made by Buffy people and Once Upon a Time is made by Lost people, you're probably going to see a lot more of those kind of storylines pushed throughout yeah. the season and you'll you they'll eventually grab over those fans, but I think Lost fans are very confused about looking at fairy tales right now. Yeah. Like Snow White, what? Is she the smoke monster? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Pan Am, which is kind of uh to to take a top chef phrase on the bubble. <laughs> sure. You don't know if it's, which way it's going to go. Don't have a great feeling about it, but it's a really pretty show. Will it have to sure. pack up its knives and, and go? Oh, fly I'm sorry. Away. I realized top. I realized we, we were speaking in non-top show. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, it'd be a good time if, if you were at all curious about it. Uh, it'd be a good time. I feel like it might have outlived the the buzz. You know what I mean? Like if people who are really curious about the era, I think uh, this proves that what people like about Mad Men isn't the '60s. No, that's just an that's a cherry on top. The yeah. Cool costumes and like that's just the bonus. Yes, a show. I don't think a show's ever. One based on costume. You can think of a show that's ever um, dinosaurs. <laughs> I think that they should either play up the spy element or just completely get rid of it and make it a soap opera love story yeah. because it's so confusing. Because many of our viewers are now going spy element. Right, right, totally. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's I mean? like, like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" But it's it's kind of nothing. Nothing happens. It's just like <laughs> coughs long. Totally. Um, we have Dexter. Are you a Dexter fan? Yes, I love Dexter. The season seems yeah. like it's coming back. I think last yeah. season everyone agreed it kind of went Julia Stiles. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. He got too nice. I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 he's got to kill more people. Like he's got. You, you That's my problem with it. I'm, after a while, he's just not an antihero anymore. Yeah, he's just a hero. Yeah. Uh, have you have you watched the most recent episode? Yes. Okay, great. So this is spoilers for Dexter fans. Now we kind of pitched it out there. Do you think that Colin Hanks and Edward James Olmos are like is is one Colin person. Hanks? Yeah, they one person. Is Tyler Colin Durden. Hanks? Yeah. Seeing him oh. as uh, as a figment of his imagination, like well, yeah. no, well, it's I don't know because Edward James almost is, was that was the photo that was in the paper. Yeah, he's a yeah. real he's a real guy, but is he alive? Our theory or is, is that he he's a famous killer a that he is like guides him. Oh. He's like so Colin Hanks would be insane. Oh, it's like what Dexter has with his dad. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Or, wait, is it the same person or is it like he's got? He's yeah, got this like he thinks ghost he's or whatever. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's definitely precedent for this yeah. in the canon of the show. Yeah. Is Harry still in it? As, is who? Is, is, it, is the dad still a character? Because yeah. I, I, I stopped watching after season four, but I'd be curious to yes. know if you can keep sort of sustaining that. And Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to because Dexter needs someone to talk to. Yeah. So. Yeah. kind of need him. I don't know. I don't, I don't get. I, I love that I don't get understand it, all what's going on with this Colin Hanks thing. I love that I don't get it. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so, I think it's always better when you start becoming conspiracy theory for a show. I yeah. think that makes the show yes. so much more exciting. That means it's working. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Even if, even if you're mad that you figured it out, you're right. like, ha-ha! I beat Got you. Got it. Right. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Hell on Wheels, uh, Boardwalk Empire, um, which I've kind of lost interest in, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> 
Sad. I, I think these yeah. are shows where we're going to come back to them. I mean, there's only so many shows you can be obsessed with mm-hmm. at one time. Correct. There's only, there's only so many burn notices, guys. No, there's only so many <laughs> shows that you can really get into. And I know a show like Boardwalk Empire from uh, Terrence Winter, who was kind of like the real successor to Mad Men. Uh, Matt Weiner, in a lot of interviews, will step up and say that he was the scion to, to, to uh, Sopranos and he got screwed over by HBO, although that worked out great for him. Yeah. But Terrence Winter was like the, uh, Matt Weiner only wrote on The Sopranos for about two and a half years. Um, and Terrence Winter was like, uh, you know, uh, wrote on the show for the entire span. And I know that because of the way that show is constructed, that I know Boardwalk Empire will, Boardwalk Empire will be a show where you want to go back and watch. I know that it's going to be satisfactory. You know, Absolutely. It's going to throw some boomerang storylines. It's going to come back. The cast is amazing. Yeah, really I just also good. know that equally, I just like I just have no interest in watching it right now because of Burn No, because yeah. of, you know what I mean. Because of like other, you know, Walking Dead and yeah. Good Wife, and it's so many things on Sunday. And but I, I look forward to that day where I mean, I think everyone who loves TV will pick that up one time and just cook through and be like, why isn't there more? Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well. We should probably uh, wrap it up here, yeah, but yeah. is there one show that you're looking forward to uh, in particular this this uh, week? Um, well, I want to see Make Grimm because my best friend's on it, and I hope it gets better, and I hope her part gets bigger. Oh. So, Excellent. She plays the wife, the girl on it. Juliet? Yeah. So yeah. I know. She's so pretty. <laughs> she's so but she's pretty. also, she's really good, so I hope Can we give her more stuff to objectifying women, guys? I'm sorry that <laughs> yeah. I have to be the one to do this. Yeah. <laughs> She's, but she's also sexy, and her body is so. Oh, sorry, is that what you? Uh, <laughs> Guys, uh, we talk about. All right, let's go through her SAT scores. Yeah. Did you take the ERBs? She went to Harvard. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, and we never would have known package. that. No. She's so smart. We never would have known her that. Her brain is so hot. So it many wrinkles. Turns yeah. me on. So Those are the kind of wrinkles you want to have, ladies. Right, hello. And I ruined it. Kimmy, uh, what about you? Show of the week. What are you looking forward to? Uh, I think I'm gonna go back to Top Chef Texas again to get part two. I love it. Just because I think we're going to get our six, top 16, and I, I kind of can't miss that. And we're also going to find out how many Texas puns they can use oh, man. in an episode. How, how are they going to wrangle all those contestants, guys? <laughs> Who's going to be the rodeo clown? Danielle, Tom. What about you? <laughs> all right. There it the is. bandwagon. The Texas bandwagon. <laughs> the Chuck how about wagon. you, Matt? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. There's so much to choose from. There's a lot. I'm going to have to stick with, I'm going to say good way. I'm really into the good wife right now. Okay. It's like Burn Notice without the spies in Miami and with just a really good cast. And uh, it's nothing like Burn Notice. <laughs> uh, thank you very much to everybody at HD Films. Of course, the writing staff of the Morning After, our producer, Daniel Evenson, sweet Jeff Muir. Jeff, give him a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Do it right in front. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, I've been Matt Vassalero. That's Kimmy Gatewood. Hello, and thank you to our very special guest, Ricky Lindholm. You're welcome. Yay. Any upcoming, uh, well, uh, besides, of course, Garfunkel Lord that has um, an upcoming album. Very upcoming. In Lightning, I keep checking back in the morning so after. We'll make sure you keep up with uh, all those dates. Mm hmm. Happy Endings, fantastic show. At Ricky Lindholm. Mm hmm. Follow her. Follow her. Around. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, Guys, man. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. All right, we'll see you next week. See you, see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>